As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. This is probably going to sound strange to you, but when I teach and preach the Bible to an audience of people, I try to imagine that there's somebody in that room with their arms crossed, staring at me, saying quietly under their breath, so what? <laughs> now, uh, that may sound unusual, but I want you to know, instead of distracting me, that helps me concentrate because it reminds me that until we connect the truth of the Word of God to our lives, to where we're living, until it gets real and personal, it makes no lasting impact. It's just more information. It's more data. It's more knowledge. What we need is transformation, and that only happens when the Word of God is applied to our lives. We're returning again today to Acts chapter number 2 to to Peter's first sermon. I'm stealing another man's sermon. And uh, we're walking through the message given on the day of Pentecost. You see, it's more than a meeting. It's a message. It's more than a gathering with other people. No, we want to hear from God. It's more than just an experience uh, that we have. No, no, this, this must be truth. We must have truth because that's what you can build on. The day of Pentecost was not repeated, but the truth from the day of Pentecost is the foundation that we are continuing to build upon, and that is the coming of the Holy Spirit into every believer because of Jesus Christ. We pick up with Peter's sermon again today that he's preaching from Joel. Joel chapter 2 was his text. He says in verse 17, it shall come to pass in the last days. Did you know you're living in the last days? I hear people say, are these the last days? Technically, if you study the phrase the last days all through Scripture, you're going to see that the last days refers to the time between the first and the second coming of Christ, which means from the time the Lord Jesus came the first time until this time is technically the last days. It's the church age. Now, I believe we're living in some of the last of the last days. And so this is a last days message. And what is the the message for the last days? God says, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. That began on the day of Pentecost, where the sons and the daughters prophesied, and the young men saw visions, and the old men dreamed dreams, and the servants and the handmaids had the, the Holy Spirit poured out upon them and prophesied. So this is the beginning of the fulfillment of Joel's prophecy. Now, we've considered the past, the fact that it's a prophecy being fulfilled. We've considered the prospect, verse 19 and verse 20, that judgment is coming, that the rest of it will be fulfilled. But today, let's consider the present. Because sandwiched between the past and the prospect of the future is the present, the the now that you and I are privileged to live in at this moment. And I love the fact that Peter is not just talking to them about an old prophet named Joel or a coming event at the end of the age. He's talking to them about where they live and about the Holy Spirit's work in and through them. You see, God has made it so that you and I can live in the power of the Holy Spirit right where we are today. Aren't you glad for that? Look, I'm not 
just living in the past and I'm not living in the future. I've got to live today. And hallelujah, the Holy Spirit makes it possible that I can live today with God's power and with God's enabling. What did the Holy Spirit come to do? Well, let's just take the passage. First of all, in the present, right where we are, the Holy Spirit came to remove all limitations. Everything that had limited and held back God's work and blessing on the earth, the Holy Spirit removes all of those limitations. Notice this expression, poured out. God says, I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. In other words, nothing held back. The fullness of God given, poured out. Now, we know, of course, that Jesus is the one who makes that possible. In fact, John chapter 3, verse 34 says of Jesus Christ that the Spirit was given to him without measure. What does that mean? It means all of the Holy Spirit was in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that the Holy Spirit was not given to him temporarily, but given to him permanently. So when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what you get? You get the Holy Spirit. If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So on the day you receive Jesus as your Savior, you receive the Holy Spirit of God into your heart. He was poured out upon you. He literally came to live inside of you. He removed all limitations. Then the Holy Spirit removes all prejudice because the Bible says that he's poured out, don't miss this, on all flesh. There's no age restriction. There's no uh, mention of of sex or class or any other thing. No, God says men and women, young and old, rich and poor, educated and uneducated, all of them who will come to Jesus Christ will receive the Holy Spirit of God. So the Holy Spirit removed all limitations. He removed all prejudice. And then I like this, he removes all fear. Because the moment the Holy Spirit is poured out in all flesh, the Bible says they begin to prophesy. Literally, they begin to open their mouth and speak boldly without any hesitation or reservation the word of the living God. One mark in the book of Acts of Holy Spirit fullness is boldness, courage. Uh, People say, well, that's just not my personality. We're not talking about personality. We're talking about spirituality. I'm not talking to you about what your natural tendency is. God can make Take the most timid person and open them up and make them a bold witness for Jesus Christ. Peter, look at his transformation. Oh, he was bold even before the fullness of the Holy Spirit, but he always said the wrong things. Now he's saying the right things. See, the Holy Spirit gives wisdom and boldness to stand up and speak up for Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit of God removes all fear. And what's the message? Listen to verse 21. See if it sounds familiar. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Do you understand that the message that was preached on the day of Pentecost is still our message? That verse that I just read to you is repeated in Romans chapter 10, verse number 13. So it wasn't just Peter who preached it, Paul preached it. And it wasn't just for the day of Pentecost, it's for every day. What is our message? Our message is simply this, Jesus Christ has come to bring us to God. He will give you the Holy Spirit if you will simply call on the name of the Lord and be saved. Perhaps I'm talking to someone right now who has never received the Lord Jesus as their personal Savior, and you don't know the Holy Spirit living inside of you. I want you to know it's the grandest thing in all the world, and today you can be saved. Even now where you are, 
like those people on the day of Pentecost, would you stop and acknowledge your need of Christ? That apart from him, you have nothing and you are nothing and you can do nothing? Would you simply say right now, Lord Jesus, I trust you to be my Savior. I repent of my sin and I believe on Christ. Come into my life. And I tell you on the authority of the word of God, whosoever, that's you, my friend, will call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. Not hope so, maybe so, think so, cross your fingers and hold on. No, no, shall be. And when God says shall be, God means shall be. This is the promise of God to every one of us right in the present if we will by faith receive Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And if, like me, you're a believer, you've already received the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit lives in you, could I challenge you to do something today? Depend on the Holy Spirit of God living in you to give you the courage and boldness you need and open your mouth and share this gospel with someone else. As surely as God used Peter that day, God can and will use you today. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.